Welcome to the Prosperity Babe podcast. I'm your host, Cass Tipper. This podcast will focus on valuable topics to help you step into a life of true prosperity, because that's what we're all after, right? (laughs) Each week, you will hear me speak on topics surrounding personal development, manifestation, law of attraction, building your confidence, self-love, business-related topics, and more. It is my sole purpose and absolute pleasure to help you step into your next level. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive in. Hello, Prosperity Babes. Welcome back for episode 10 of the Prosperity Babe podcast. Happy freaking new year. Happy 2022. I'm super, super excited for today's episode. And I just wanted to start off by saying um, I'm wishing you all the most transformative year ahead. Because really, I mean, everybody talks about making you know, New Year's resolutions and setting goals. And while all of that is fantastic and it's so, so amazing to set goals and intentions for yourself and really push yourself to new limits, I want you to remember that, you know, there's always room for celebration and there's always room to think about how much you've really accomplished. And I want you to just honor yourself. I want you to sit here for just a minute, close your eyes with me and just really, really you know, congratulate yourself on making it through the last year and think about the things that you're proud of yourself for. Because so often we get caught up in accomplishing the next best best thing and we're on to the next, on to the next. We hardly ever celebrate ourselves for all the things that we've really accomplished. And even if you feel like you didn't accomplish anything super crazy this year or this past year, I want you to think small. Think of things that you're proud of yourself for. Maybe you set a boundary with somebody who was, you know, taking too much of your energy. Maybe you started to, you know, speak up a lot more at work, at at your place of work, just little things, you know, maybe you put yourself out there and ask somebody on a date, whatever it is that you're proud of yourself for. I want you to really congratulate yourself and just honor yourself. And I want you to come into listening to this episode with that energy. So that being said, this episode is called 10 Things to Leave Behind in 2021. We are in 2022, and I meant to record this podcast last week. However, I felt like it would be more powerful to do at the start of the year to really remind you of the things that you should really leave behind. And this is not going to come from a place of preaching. This is going to come from a place of love. These are all things that I think everybody should really consider leaving behind in 2021. Now, real change takes time. It doesn't happen right away. It's something that takes time and consistency and effort. But I wanted to bring these 10 things to your attention to remind you that you are, you know, you're powerful and that I really truly believe that if you try and if you, you know, create some healthy habits and you really set the intention that you want to, you know, shift into this next level version of you, this new phase of your life, there are some things that you're going to have to leave behind. So let's dive in. Number one, people pleasing. (laughs) I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I know so many people can relate to this. I talk about this with my friends all the time, my clients, people in my Instagram community. Whenever I do polls on my Instagram stories about people pleasing, this one hits home every time. People are always like, yes, that's me. You know, it's it's tough. And coming from somebody who was a recovering people pleaser, I still find myself um, hanging on to those tendencies or they'll come up for me if somebody, you know, asked me to do something and I really feel like I want to do it. It's hard for me to stop myself and really check in with myself and my body and my mind if I want to actually take on this task or if I'm just doing it from a place of wanting to please that person. 
and it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot. And I apologize if you can hear my son. <laughs> Quick pause, mom life. I'm not going to edit that out because I believe in realness <laughs> and my kids are extremely loud. My son, I put him down for a nap and he's not napping. I can hear him upstairs yelling at me, but you know what? Everybody needs a break from him sometimes <laughs> and he needs the rest, even if he thinks he doesn't know that he does. Um, but back to it, the people pleasing. So many of us do this. And I want to remind you that people pleasing actually does more damage to your relationships then it does good. It does way more harm because when you are doing things and completing tasks and taking on extra things for people because you want to impress them, because you want to feel valued, because you want to feel worthy, you're actually giving off an energy that is so negative. It's desperation really. And that person is going to start taking advantage of you. And maybe they might not even realize that they're doing it. They're just going to have that automatic thought like, oh, Cass will take care of that for me. I'll just ask her. She always says yes. I used to think that saying yes to everything and doing everything for everyone was, you know, making me the cool girl. Like I was chill and fun and, you know, oh yeah, she's, she's so great. She's so awesome. She does, you know, X, Y, Z for me all the time and blah, blah, blah. I would do this in my personal life with my friendships, with my work relationships, with, you know, everybody. I was constantly living in that mentality. And as I started to uncover it, I realized that it was coming from a place of me not feeling worthy in myself. And I was looking for external validation. And I didn't realize that until I started doing the work. And I just want to remind you that you are so worthy of love and acceptance and friendships and success without constantly going out of your way to make everybody else happy. And when you live in a state of people pleasing, you're going to get so burnt out. It's just a fact. Because when you give, 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 give so much of yourself to other people, you're putting yourself on the back burner and you are spending your energy for others at the expense of your own mindset and of your own mental health. And that's just not good. We need to put ourselves first. So next time somebody asks you to do something for them and it doesn't feel like a full body yes, there are ways that you can say no without actually saying no. Something that I've started to do now, if somebody asks me to do something, whether it's in my personal life, with friendships, relationships, at work, whatever it may be, if somebody asks me to do something for them or do a favor for them or take on something extra, I always quickly check in with myself first. I'm like, does this feel good? And if it doesn't, and I'm not talking about the initial reaction to say yes, I'm talking about letting yourself sit with it for a moment. And if you need more time and you're not sure if you wanna take it on, this is what I say. Oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. That's what I say. Or I'll say, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to take a look at what I have going on right now and see if I can create space for that. I'll have to let you know. You don't always have to say yes, and you don't always have to say no right away, too. I know that's something that people are really afraid of sometimes is saying no and, you know, having that reaction from others. Just say, you know, give yourself some space. Give yourself some time to think about it because maybe you actually do want to help them do it, but you won't really know until you give yourself that time. So that's just something that I really, really believe that, you know, people should leave behind. No more people pleasing. Step into your power because you're giving it away when you're constantly doing that. And, you know, I've been there. This is something that I'm working on as well. So I just wanted to remind you all of that. Number two of 10 things to leave behind in 2021, perfectionism. The next P word, <laughs> perfectionism kills and it's honestly, you know, it's, it's so damaging. I remember when I first started creating my, this first course that I created, it was called the, oh gosh, here we go. 
my very first course. What was it called? My son is singing and it's distracting me. I can hear him in his room. Digital Soul Academy. Sorry, I've created a few. <laughs> it escaped my mind there, mom brain. Digital Soul Academy was the first course I ever created, and it was for women who were looking to up-level their online marketing skills as well as their mindset, their confidence, breakthrough limiting beliefs, all that sort of stuff. So basically any females in online business who were looking for like organic marketing techniques, different ways to show yourself online as well as the mindset part of everything, and it was great. And I remember when I was creating that program, I worked on it for probably about four months before I released it. And it was a pretty short program. It was only four weeks long and four modules. And it was still obviously the biggest thing I'd ever created. However, I found myself holding myself back. I was scared of what people were gonna think. I was scared of releasing it out into the world until I thought it was perfect. I was picking things apart. I would record the modules, re-record them, re-record them over and over again because I just didn't have confidence that it was going to be good enough. And that wasn't the fact. That program was amazing and I look back on it now and I celebrate that version of me from two and a half years ago that completed that. It was truly, truly amazing. But I remember, you know, looking back on that now and thinking, wow, I was so hard on myself and I stopped myself from talking about it and selling it and speaking about it on my stories and marketing it because I was so scared that it wasn't gonna be good enough for people. I had this constant fear that it had to be perfect. And, you know, it probably stopped a lot of people from signing up for my course that could have really used it because I didn't let myself put myself out there. I was really, really scared. Everything had to be perfect. And I was always picking myself apart. So something that I've really worked on over the last couple of years that I'm officially leaving behind in 2021 is perfectionism because it kills. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do give any value to my life. It only holds me back. And things don't have to be perfect. Like you have permission to release something before it's absolutely perfect because there is no such thing as perfect. And done is better than perfect. And messy action is better than taking no action at all because we are, if we hold ourselves back in fear of something not being good enough or not being perfect enough, then we're not growing, we're not changing. And putting things out before they feel perfect is a great opportunity to receive feedback on how you can improve it as well. So that's just something to think about. You are so worthy of success. You are so worthy of everything that you are calling in. It does not have to be perfect because perfect doesn't exist. So let's leave that behind. Number three is fear of change. I used to be so stuck in my routine. I was going to work, coming home, feeding my kids, doing the homework, doing the bath, putting them to bed and getting up and doing it all over again. And there's nothing wrong with routine. But for me, I was so scared of things changing. And anytime something did change in my life, if we hit a speed bump with our finances, if I had an opportunity to take on a better paying job, if I had business opportunities come my way, this is before I was in business, for myself. You know, if I had a business opportunity come my way, I would be so scared and I would, you know, talk myself out of it because I was scared of things changing. But what I started to realize over the last few years of my journey is that change is the only constant thing in this world. And if we can learn to ride the waves of change, then we're golden. Because if anything's certain, it's that things are going to change. And if we can learn to just really enjoy it and be open to it and embrace it and trust that everything is happening for our highest good and that everything's happening for a reason to bring us closer to our desires, then that's when life becomes really fun. The universe will throw things at me now and I'm like, okay, I might have a little minor freak out for about 10 to 30 seconds, but then I calm myself down. I'm like, all right, you know what? This wasn't in my plan, 
but I am open to receiving whatever the universe has to tell me. I trust that I'm being guided towards my highest desires. You know, I trust it. Let's go. Let's do these changes. Let's make it happen. If you can come at life from that angle, you are going to relieve so much pressure off yourself. And like I said, change is the only constant thing in this world, is the only certain thing. So if you can learn to ride the waves of change, then you're going to have a hell of a lot more fun going through life. Number four is the fear of others' opinions. This is something that used to hold me back a ton. I used to get so scared what people are going to think about me. I would stop myself from changing my hair or starting a new workout plan or talking about something that I was actually genuinely passionate or excited about because I was scared of what others were going to say to me. It became so crippling that I was scared of all change. Just like I said before, these two kind of went together because I was scared of what other people were going to say about me. But what I started to realize very early on in my journey, about four years ago, when I started my healing and my personal development journey was that fear of others' opinions is so silly because number one, people are not thinking about you and what you're doing in your life as much as you think they are. Everyone else is just as scared and worried about what everyone else is thinking about them, the same amount that we are about ourselves, (laughs) if that makes sense. So Everyone else is just sitting there going, oh, I wonder what they're going to think about this. Think about this. Everyone's too busy worrying about themselves. They are not worried about you. And I used to ask myself this when I was trying to get over this fear, the fear of of what others were going to say. What's the worst that's going to happen? Like, for example, when I first started my online business in 2018, my first business in high ticket sales, I was so scared to get on a live video and talk about my business, even on my business page. I was scared of what people were going to say about me, if I was going to mess up my words, if I was going to say something that would piss somebody off, if somebody was going to make fun of me for having an online business, if somebody was going to tell me I was part of a pyramid scheme, you know, et cetera, et cetera, whatever the fear would be. I was so scared to go on video. I was terrified that I was going to mess up my words and say something wrong. I mean, how often on this podcast do I like start laughing or say something that sounds totally backwards or have, you know, my kid yelling and singing in the background? Like it doesn't bother me. Like I said, I let go of perfectionism. I let go of the fear of others' opinions. And it's so freeing. It's literally so freeing just to be able to be myself and not have that worry anymore. Because what I started to realize was that, what I just said, number one, people do not think about you as much as you think they do. And number two, other people's opinions do not pay your bills. And it's your life. Who gives a shit what Sally down the street says about your business? I mean, really, who cares? And what's the worst that's going to happen if you put yourself out there? Somebody might say, oh, that's super lame. Okay, sure, maybe that'll hurt your feelings, but it's time to let go of that need for external validation. If something makes you happy, go for it. Fuck what anyone else thinks. Life is way too damn short for you to be afraid of what others are going to say about you. They do not live your life. They do not know your story. They do not know your passions. They do not know anything about you. It's all good, so let go of those. Number five is lack mentality. And this is a big one. This is living in a state of lack, living in a state of thinking that there is not enough to go around, whether it's jobs or money or love, whatever it may be. Living in a state of lack and having that negative mindset around, you know, not having enough really, really kills your manifestations from coming towards you. It's what blocks you from receiving the whole, all of the abundance that the universe has in store for you. This is something that a lot of people really struggle with, especially when it comes to money. 
you know, money mindset is so hard. It's so hard. It's like, you know, from the moment you're born, when you're a child, all you hear is your parents complain about money or, you know, maybe you haven't, but the majority of us, yeah, you know, we have those, those, those limiting beliefs ingrained into us, you know, money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, that's too expensive, or we can't afford that. And then we start to carry those on and embody those as our own identity when they're not even ours to hold. You know, those were put on us as a child and we took them on as a part of our identity because that's what we were around constantly and being told constantly. And they became this core belief. And it wasn't even ours to carry, yet it somehow became part of our identity. Those are the hardest limiting beliefs to get rid of. So if you're somebody who struggles with lack mentality, it's okay. It's not, you know, it's not a bad thing, but it can be really damaging when you're trying to manifest more financial abundance into your reality. And it takes a lot of freaking hard work. Like money mindset is definitely one of the hardest things I've ever had to work on in my life. And it still rears its ugly head from time to time. You know, I'll get surprised with a big surprise bill or an expense that I wasn't expecting. And I instantly get that tightness in my chest and that anxiety, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? That's my initial reaction a lot of the time still. Luckily, I have the tools and the awareness to breathe and move through it and come back to my center point, which is I am so grateful for every single thing that I have around me and I am so abundant. And when you focus on what you do have and you really step into gratitude and embody that, that is when your manifestations and your desires will start to show up in your reality and you will start to release that lack mentality. If you ever find yourself feeling, you know, like negative about something you don't have, become aware of that thought. Just catch yourself and focus on five things you're grateful for in that moment. Look around you and name five things that you're grateful for and take a deep breath and really express gratitude for them, whether it's journaling about it or saying it out loud or just putting your hand over your heart and really feeling that gratitude for what you do have in your life. Because if you have a roof over your head and you have a job and you have your health and you have food in your fridge and you have clean water to drink, you are so freaking abundant compared to a lot of other places in this world and a lot of other people who have nothing. Always bring yourself back to gratitude whenever you're feeling in that lack mentality. Let's leave that behind in 2021. Let's only make room for abundance. Number six is resistance. So again, resistance to change, resistance to becoming successful. Whatever you feel resistance around in your life, start to think about how you can leave that behind. Start to think about how you can step into trust with the universe and openness to receiving what it is that you desire. That's something that you guys can journal on. I'm not going to say too much about that because everyone has resistance around different things in their life that they are trying to call in. But just get honest with yourself. Sit down with your journal. Talk about what it is that you're resisting in your life. Talk about it with yourself. Journal it out. Don't judge what comes up. Just journal it all out. See what comes up for you. And I did an episode on releasing resistance as well. I believe it's episode six, um, if, I, if I remember that correctly. But there's only 10 episodes, so it's not a lot. Just scroll back and try and find it. But that was a really, really good one um, where I spoke about releasing resistance around your desires. Number seven is disbelief in yourself. Girl, this is the year where you step into your power and you believe in yourself and you believe in your ability to achieve whatever it is that you are working towards. You can create your own reality. Never forget that. Remember how powerful you really are. And if you do not feel powerful, place your trust in the universe, in source, in spirits, guides, whatever it is you believe in, God. 
Remember that you are so guided, so supported. You can achieve anything you set your mind to. Anything, absolutely anything. It's time to embody confidence and self-love. You can do anything. So let's leave disbelief in yourself behind in 2021 because you can create your reality. You can do anything you set your mind to. Don't ever forget that. Number eight is toxic relationships. Hoo-wee. And number nine is lack of boundaries. Let's just put these ones together here because they go hand in hand. No room for toxic relationships in 2022. The woman that you're stepping into, or the man, if you're a man listening to this, the person that you are stepping into in 2022 does not have room for people who are trying to tear her down, for people who do not add any value into your life. Let's cut those cords. Ask yourself, if you have a feeling that maybe a relationship in your life, a friendship, whatever it may be, could be toxic, start to ask yourself, does that person bring any value to my life? Do they make me feel good when I'm around them? Does their energy make me feel good or does it bring me down? Do you feel energized after you hang out with them or 100% drained? Do they believe in you? Do they support you? Do they make fun of you when you talk about the ideas you have for a new business or something new you want to try? Or do they support you and cheer you on and say, yes, you should do that. Yes, I believe in you. That's a really quick way to identify whether or not a relationship is toxic. You know, do do they make you feel good? If not, it's time to let those people go. It's time to let those people go. And lack of boundaries, number nine, it's the same thing. Let's say it's not a toxic relationship, but it's a friendship where you feel like you give a lot more than they give. They seem to take a lot more of your energy, a lot more of your time. And you know what? Sometimes it happens in relationships. Like in my marriage, it's not always 100% 50-50. Sometimes it's 75-25 and it goes both ways and we lean on each other, but it ebbs and flows like water over time. And that's you know, what makes it work. But that's different. Are these people always sucking the life out of you? Are they crossing boundaries with you? Are they, you know, taking advantage of you? Again, with the people pleasing, everything tying in here, are there any people that you need to set boundaries with in your life? If you do not set boundaries with people, then you're going to end up burnt out. And if you're burnt out, you're not going to have any energy, you know, physical or emotional to create this beautiful life that you desire for yourself and that you get envisioned for yourself. So where can you set some healthy boundaries in your life with people? Where can you set some healthy boundaries with work? Start to think about that. Journal it out. And last but not least, number 10. 10 of the things to leave behind in 2021. We are at number 10. Hustler mentality. This is just the honest truth. Hustle is out. Ease and divine feminine flow are in. The hustle mentality is what burnt me out and drove me down into the ground. I was completely burnt out. I was not feeling passionate. I was working, 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 creating, 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 and not filling my own cup energetically. I was doing all of these things that I didn't even enjoy just because I thought I had to be doing them that way. I thought I had to be doing, you know, five posts a day on social media, six reels a week, um, stories, talking in the DMs, you know, 
creating all this content, talking to people constantly, plus working, plus taking care of my family, you know, all these things. It doesn't have to be that way. Ask yourself where you can incorporate more ease into your life. Where can you incorporate more, more flow? How can you get into the energy of allowing things to come into your existence rather than chasing after them constantly? Think about that. Journal it out again. Where can you cut the hustle mentality a little bit more in your life? A lot of people thrive on hustle, but a lot of us don't. I'm a projector. I, If you guys know human design at all, like projectors do not do well with the hustle mentality, which is why I was constantly getting burnt out for the last 30 years of my life <laughs> until I discovered human design and, you know, a few other things and really stepped into, to, you know, my power and what, and what works for me and my, my personality type and my physical type and my mental type. Like being a projector, I'm somebody who, like I said, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with human design. If not, look it up. It's really, really incredible to find out. And then once you know your type, you can Google your type, figure out, you know, your different work styles, things like that. There's tons of really cool accounts to follow too. Just reach out to me on Instagram in the DMs. If you guys are curious about this, I can direct you to some really cool resources um, that helped me. But essentially, I'm a projector. And that means that I am somebody who does not do well with hustle mentality. I do well with tons of rest. And, you know, with with um, perfecting my manifestation skills, calling things in and waiting for an invitation. So I'm all about being open to receiving invitations from people who are then going to lead me to the opportunities and the success that I so desire. It's very, very interesting. And learning this and starting to embody this has been a huge game changer for me. So where can you incorporate more ease into your life? How can you let go of that hustle mentality of thinking you need to chase after everything all the time? Remember that it is a fine balance between hustle and flow. There needs to be a fine balance between the, you know, masculine hustle mentality and the feminine, which is the ease and the flow and the joy and, you know, the allowing things to come to you. How can you incorporate more of a balance of those two energies into your life right now? It's time to leave that 100% hustle mentality behind and step into more of a balanced flow with your life and the things that you're going after. So those are the 10 things to leave behind in 2021. Just to recap, we have number one, people-pleasing. Number two, perfectionism. Number three, fear of change. Number four, fear of others' opinions. Number five, lack mentality. Number six, resistance. Number seven, disbelief in yourself. Number eight, toxic relationships. Number nine, lack of boundaries. And number, number 10, hustling mentality. I'm so excited for this year. I know it's going to be a massive one. I am super grateful for every single one of you who listened to this episode. Remember to connect with me on Instagram, you guys. Send me a DM or screenshot this episode. Share it to your stories and tag me. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. I love connecting with you guys and hearing what you thought about the podcast. And also, I have something super, super exciting for you. Down in the show notes, there's a link to my free training which is called Aligned Goal Setting and Energy Shifts for 2022. It's basically a 30-minute training where I take you through and talk about you know, how to set aligned goals, how to break those goals down into an attainable format so you're not so overwhelmed by your massive goals, as well as the energy shifts needed in order to make those happen, in order to manifest them. It's super, super valuable. I hope you guys love it. If you're looking for something to really start the year off right, it's a free resource, so go ahead and um, download that. It's down in the show notes here for you guys to grab that freebie and let me know how you love it. 
Um, but that being said, that's the end of this episode. I hope you guys found some value and I will connect with you next week. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. As always, I am so grateful for all of you who continue to come back each week and support me on this podcast. If you'd like to follow along on my journey or connect further, you can reach me on Instagram and my link is down in the show notes. And if you love what you heard today, don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes or screenshot the episode, share it to your story and tag me at casttipper underscore on Instagram so we can connect. I would love to know what your biggest takeaways were. I'll see you guys next week.